and welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. That's me, where we embrace newcomers and experts alike to everything crypto, metaverse, Web3, NFTs, you name it. We dive deep with the leading voices and experts in the space. And you cannot be in this space without hearing the name Krista Kim all over the place. Uh, The second you say the words metaverse and art, uh, you are going to hear the name Krista Kim, who's absolutely uh, one of the most uh, leading metaverse artists, co-founder of Zero.xyz, and just an incredible voice in the space. Krista, welcome to the podcast today. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Randy. Uh, it's it's really the pleasure is mine uh, because this crypto cafe is a virtual one. I wish we were together in person. Uh, what what are you drinking in this virtual cafe? Set the scene. Oh my goodness! I drink an oatmeal latte with a little bit of stevia, just like that. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> that sounds delicious and way better for like my stomach lining than just like the buckets of of black coffee. <laughs> I drink on a, on a daily basis. Um, You're brave. Yeah, it's it's just like New York City life necessity, really. Um, I'm curious. I, I want to hear a little bit about your journey. You know, a decade ago, if someone had been like, Krista, you are going to be a metaverse artist, what would you have said to them and reacted? Like, how did you think your life was going to go versus uh, where you find yourself now? Oh, my goodness. So I actually was enrolled in a Master's of Fine Art program in Singapore at La Salle College of the Arts. And at that time, I knew that I was a digital artist because I pivoted from painting and I switched my my discipline into digital. And it was quite disruptive, actually, for for the supervisors of that program. But um, it was really because I knew that digital is our primary mode of communication. And I'm a student of Marshall McLuhan, the medium is the message. When you understand that uh, technology is taking over and uh, digital is uh, you know, dominating the way we interact with one another, then that means that the future is digital. And I thought, well, why am I painting? And so I, I thought, I want to express what it means to be human in the digital age. And you can only do that using the screen because light is the new ink. Yes, I love that. So how would you describe your art and your style um, to someone who maybe has, has very little or beginner knowledge of Web3? It's Zen. Um, I like to uh, describe my art akin to a, a Zen experience that is digital because you know, the screen is quite disruptive. And uh, ever since smartphones were in, in introduced uh, to the masses over 10 years ago, uh, it, it truly has taken over, um, you know, the way that we interact with one another. It has affected our psychology. And the screen is also like information overload because we get thousands of messages per day on our screens, whether it's on our computer or on our smartphone. And I wanted to use that same screen in a humane way. And I felt as a meditator, you know, someone who's very attuned to my own mental health and the inputs that I receive from from, uh, the outside world, um, I basically wanted to use the screen as a mechanism for Zen Mm. and healing um, because light and color and sound 
uh, has a has a very deep physiological uh, effect on human on human beings on our brains and our physiology, and so it has the potential to actually alter our state in a positive way. So I have been um, studying how light and color and art and geometry and and certain inputs can really affect us in a positive way that is more like the antidote to relentless distraction that we we are all exposed to. Incredible. And uh, in a moment, I want to come back to some of the incredible work that you're doing on the forefront of mental health and the metaverse. But before we do that, let's go back. Uh, so you're in Singapore, you're switching to digital art. What was your personal aha moment with Web3 that that got you to really go all in on the metaverse and Web3 space? Wow, we have to predate uh, Singapore and uh, go back in time to Japan because mm. I lived in Tokyo between 2005 to 2008 for three and a half years. Really magical time. I love it there. It's my spiritual home. Um, I would take the Shinkansen, which is the fast train down to Kyoto very often. It's only a three-hour ride, and it's such a beautiful place. Kyoto is where I had my artistic epiphany, because this is the living metaverse. If I were to uh, look back and, and see where I can you know, really find a touch point where I understand metaverse as an immersive experience, an ecosystem, it's Kyoto. Because Kyoto is a place where every design and creative decision, you know, whether it's the cuisine or the Zen gardens or the castles and the temples, um, everything is informed by higher states of consciousness as a service to humanity. So it was at the Ryoenji Temple Garden. Um, the Ryoenji Temple Garden is one of the oldest and most revered Zen gardens in the world. And it was at this place where I encountered it. I heard so much about it. There's so much hype in my mind, but it was really underwhelming when I arrived. I'm like, <laughs> wow, this garden really ain't much to it, right? So I sat down and I thought, wow, let's, let's try and understand this, this whole concept. So I sat there and literally within 20 minutes, I entered an altered state of Zen consciousness. Mm -hmm. And then I had a eureka moment oh my goodness, these, these monks um, from thousands of years ago actually created the space as a service to humanity to invoke a state of Zen consciousness in the viewer. And that stuck with me. So that was when I was in Singapore in 2013 uh, when, I, when I thought, wow, like I want to actually create digital Zen gardens for the 21st century and beyond just carry Zen philosophy and design uh, into our digital um, headspace. And then, of course, into the metaverse, which is where it's much needed. Wow. I, it's, that's such a, a, a beautiful moment. And, and you described it so well. I almost feel like I was there with you in, in that garden. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Krista, what are, what are some of the projects that you've been proudest of? over the years that you've been, uh, that you've worked on? Oh, my. Well, you know, my most recent project, of course, is called Continuum. And Continuum, uh, the reason why I named it Continuum is because I believe that uh, we, our lives are a continuum, uh, that we are part of a greater uh, life force that lives forever. Uh, we are all energy. 
And, uh, you know, I believe that, you know, even human consciousness is a continuum. We're all connected. So I wanted to express that um, through my work. And uh, I created uh, like a digital Zen garden of, on a giant LED wall where, where I am converting the LED wall uh, into uh, a Zen experience. So uh, we started uh, the project in 2017 um, before COVID. Uh, the first uh, showing was at Palais de Tokyo Museum outside in the, um, the courtyard. Um, and that was wonderful. That was 2017. Then in 2021, in October, we did Toronto at Fort York, uh, where we had a 130 foot long screen, the largest actually ever in history, and then up to 12 feet high, a Zen experience, sound and light. And mm -hmm. I collaborated with uh, Jeff Schroeder, who's the guitarist of the Smashing Pumpkins. He came and he played meditative sets for the public. It was a free public installation. It's all about bringing people together. Uh, to experience uh, digital wellness, and I'm, and then of course, the 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 big uh, project uh, last February was in Times Square. We actually screened Continuum on ninety six screens at one time wow. as a uniform um, experience of meditativeness through color, and uh, that was so well received. It went viral on TikTok. People went out in the freezing cold. You know how New York is. It's, Times Square is the last people New Yorkers want to go to. <laughs> but in February, it's even worse because it's the coldest month of the year. But people came out um, to experience this, you know, this sense of collective healing. And, you know, is this, here's a safe space where you can feel vulnerable. And everyone's been through a lot since COVID, right? And it's just great for mental health, these public art installations. So my goal is to bring Continuum around the world and to have it as sort of like, you know, everyone's version of meditativeness, because only 15% of the world population meditates. The rest of us need art to guide us mm -hmm. into that mental state. And that's what I learned from the Zen Garden in, in Kyoto. Absolutely. And I I remember the screening of Continuum in Times Square. In fact, I'm I am feet from Times Square right now. I, I can oh. I can both attest that New Yorkers don't like to go to Times Square, but also <laughs> that uh, there really are very few other places on earth that are the celebration and intersection of arts and culture quite like Times Absolutely. Square surrounded by Broadway and New York and, and everything. So how how exciting. I want to thank uh, everyone who's tuning in to for joining us for today's show. I'm speaking with Krista Kim, leading Metaverse artist and co-founder of Zero.xyz. Krista, talk to us about Zero.xyz and what you're working on now. Oh, wow. So so my whole uh, journey after Mars House, um, you know, made, made headlines and, uh, you know, people are asking me, so what's next after Mars House? Are you going to create more houses? And I thought, no, that's, that's not going to feed my soul because I'm not a metaverse, uh, you know, developer. That's not my goal. Um, but what I thought was like, where is Mars House going to live? And what kind of metaverse do I want to live in? Because, you know, Sandbox, the Central Land, all of these other spaces are low fidelity. Uh, as an artist, I'm much more interested in high fidelity, high art, you know, just really the high quality experience where you put on your VR goggles and you're like 
taken to a new dimension and it just convinces you that you're there. So high fidelity is key. And so Unreal Engine and creating a metaverse on Unreal Engine is something that I'm very, very passionate about. But at the same time, you know, Zero became a project where, you know, you ask yourself, who am I? What is the value that I bring to my community? And, you know, how am I going to activate my community in the metaverse in an authentic way that adds value to their lives? Because I think that is, those are the three questions that anyone entering the metaverse space has to ask themselves, whether you're an artist or a company. And for me, the answer was education, health and wellness. Um, I really think that uh, we can revolutionize access to quality education that are immersive experiences, that immortalizes our the, the history and the great lessons of our human civilization, carrying it on into the blockchain, into metaverse for infinity, for future generations to really learn a valuable information as immersive emotional experiences. For example, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, we want to bring his speech, I Have a Dream, on Capitol Hill, transport people back in time. Mm. This is a project that my co-founder, Peter Martin, has already produced in collaboration with Time Magazine um, to bring back uh, this speech and the emotion and being there in that moment. I think that it would benefit the world if we could bring young people into that emotional experience so that we capture the whole purpose of his legacy forever. And these are the kind, like Maya Angelou, or all of these incredible icons have contributed to our culture and, and, and our knowledge, our collective knowledge. I think we really need to bring it back to life. And young people, you know, we're, we're competing with video games for their attention. What better way to educate them now than to create these immersive experiences? And then, of course, you have health and wellness, something that I'm very personally, very, very um, passionate about. I, I really want to lead in the intersection of art and science in really developing these immersive experiences that are scientifically proven to heal, to mitigate anxiety, and it's accessible because we, we have a real mental health crisis in the world. And just the CDC released a scary number that in 2020, after COVID hit, there's a 30% spike of people dying of opioid overdoses. Wow. So stress, anxiety is a real problem. And the problem is that our healthcare systems are really, uh, you know, they're overprescribed. And there is a real problem with access to care. So why not, as a young person, especially our youth, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling down, put on your vehicle. VR goggles, or just get on your computer browser or your smartphone, enter zero, and you can actually feel relief through an immersive experience or speaking to therapists or entering group therapies, like really finding the help you need there at your fingertips as a beautiful art, artistic experience that inspires you. So you want to come back. And of course, community is built into it because it's a metaverse web three thing where you belong to a community and you're safe and you're allowed to be vulnerable from my continuum experiences of creating um the installation in times square the feedback i got we need more of those collective experiences that people can 
access together en masse that will heal so many people. And it will help us mitigate these crises like with opioids and everything that's related to mental health and stress. Mm. I it's I think it's so powerful that you're talking about that. We just did um, on my SiriusXM show a a whole episode about schools and the challenges facing teachers in schools, and uh, and one of the guests was just talking about how every child going back into school has trauma from the last two years yeah. of the pandemic, and uh, I think it's it's really powerful what you're talking about. Well, I also think it's important to really, um, you know, it's a collective collaboration, right? So when when you're talking about education or talking about health and wellness, you collaborate with leading experts. Like for for um, for the health and wellness uh, platform on Zero, we're collaborating with Dr. Srini Pillay and his platform called Roulet. And Roulet has actual um, AI and data-based solutions for mitigating anxiety in VR. So we're bringing that technology into the metaverse with all of the data that can actually customize the experience for everyone. And so you're getting the exact care that you need at the moment that you need it. And so we're very, very excited to, to, to work on this project called Relayverse. And, you know, um, I mean, Dr. Sweeney Pillay is an expert who's a neuroscientist at Harvard. And so, um, you know, these amazing intersections that we can really combine the power of art with all kinds of expertise, all kinds of verticals and experts that will really change the world for the better. Mm, so beautiful. Honestly, even even your voice is so soothing. We're talking about mindfulness <laughs> and Zen. And I just I feel calm right now here in in another life. Krista, I think you would have like been the, the perfect like voiceover artist for uh, for this space. Um, I'm curious. Uh, Thank you. What what have been some of your biggest pinch me moments since uh, since getting into this space? I mean, you mentioned collaborating with the musician from Smashing Pumpkins, and my high school self is screaming inside with with excitement <laughs> of that. What what have been some of your biggest pinch me moments? Well, uh, the LACMA Museum uh, has. Uh, graciously acquired uh, two of my artworks for their permanent collection. Incredible. And uh, it's uh, Deandra Lawson, who's the curator. Uh, she's a dear friend and Cecilia Celia Yang. And of course, Michael um, uh, Gogner, who is uh, the CEO of LACMA. Uh, they're a wonderful family. And uh, what can I say? LACMA is a place where the uh, California Light and Space Movement was uh uh, truly catapulted into the world art scene. And uh, the light and space artists like James Terrell, Mark Irwin, uh, sorry, Robert Irwin, Mary Course, uh, these are artists, and there's so many, there's so many amazing, beautiful artists from California of this time that I consider my rock stars. So they are part of the collection. So my art is actually next to their art. And it's that is my pinch me moment because I studied their art as a student doing my master's thesis. I wrote about their art as a major influence in my style and my philosophy, the intersections. And to be at a dinner hosted by Paris Hilton and her husband, Carter Room, they're so wonderful. Um, you know, they launched a new NFT uh, and digital art fund for LACMA. 
And so they hosted a lovely dinner and my art, my artwork continuum was on a large screen, uh, you know, right beside the, the Michael Geyser piece uh, in the, in, in the beautiful rock garden uh, to the rear of the museum. I mean, here I am sitting at a table of, of 80 of, um, you know, the, the VIP guests of the dinner who are all trustees of the museum honoring my work and Jeff Schroeder was performing live for us at the dinner. I mean, that that was my pinch me moment because it's a moment that I did dream of, but wow, to it was such an honor. I'm so humbled and I can't believe it happened. <laughs> That's, that is a pretty incredible pinch me moment. Uh, <laughs> Chris, as we near the end of our time together, I'm curious uh, your advice for other artists who are maybe facing barriers to, to getting into Web3 or maybe the communities that surround them are more skeptical. Uh, what, what would your advice be? Oh, wow. So, you know, I, I do have to say that being an artist is a lonely road because truly you need to believe in your vision, believe in yourself, because what you're doing is you're paving a way that hasn't been made yet. You're truly a pioneer. So you're, you really have to have this mentality where you believe in yourself and not listen to the naysayers because there will be a lot. But in Web3, there are like wonderful communities that you can actually be part of. I would say DM the artists that you respect and adore. Uh, you know, just just stay in the DMs, go to the discords, communicate, be part of communities that you align with philosophically. And, you know, just try to go to live events even for these communities, be part of the scene and be active on Twitter and Web3. Very, very essential. Keep creating your art and don't listen to the naysayers listen to yourself and please please practice mental health um you know practices that that you know feed your soul whether it's meditation or taking walks exercise um you know do practices that really put you into the zone of a positive mindset for a healthy lifestyle mm, great advice and Finally, Chris, I'm just curious, what it, what does success look like in the next few years for you? You've already achieved so much. You've had these incredible moments in your career, but what's still on your bucket list and your dream list? Well, I, I'm really focusing hard with my wonderful team and my my co-founder, Peter, and our wonderful team for Zero. And my dream is to really uh, create a metaverse that's going to, um, you know, be of positive service to the world so that people can actually have access to incredible mental health and um, immersive experiences and children especially. But also um, on the art side, I really want to focus on building the physical Mars house, making it an actual architectural icon, not only in the metaverse, but also in real life. We're already working on that project and to continue the continuum tour around the world and into the metaverse. I love it. I cannot wait to go to the IRL Mars house. Uh, I'll be <laughs> first in line. Krista, where can people go to connect with you? It's been such a delight chatting with you today. You're an incredible artist and a lovely person. Uh, where can people go to connect with you more deeply? Thank you so much. Um, well, I'm on socials. I'm on Instagram at krista.kim. Or I'm on Twitter at Krista underscore Kim. 
uh, find me there. My website is Krista.Kim. So just uh, Google me if that's, uh, if that's hard to remember, but I'm, I'm all over socials. Incredible. And uh, if you're in the LA area, definitely check out your your art at LACMA. How exciting. Um, oh, yes, I will have a show at LACMA in the fall. And there's please stay tuned and uh, join my my newsletter. Um, sign up for my, my newsletter on my website and uh, we'll keep you informed of, of everything. Wonderful. Krista, such a delight. I have been looking forward to chatting with you for such a long time. And uh, so it is a pinch me moment for me in Web3 to be sitting with you today. Such an honor, Randy. Um, Likewise, thank you for all that you do for the community. And I look forward to meeting you in person. Absolutely. Can't wait. Thank you so much. That was Krista Kim, a leading metaverse artist, just incredible human being, co-founder of Zero.xyz. If you loved this episode as much as I did, I encourage you to check out some of the other episodes we've done here on Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. We've had experts from everything with the metaverse to NFTs to uh, education and technology to crypto exchanges, you name it. Uh, Even if you're just a little crypto curious and want to dive in and and hear all of the depth and breadth of this Web3 space, I encourage you to check out episodes with other leaders that we've done in Web3. Thank you so much for joining today for the conversation with Krista Kim. Tune in next week for a brand new episode.